1: Very long time. The quality of the set was amazing. Um yeah? Oh, I don't like it.
0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of the Scare Trap Podcast. It's Mikey here, and I am here with lots of feedback because this place is haunted as hell. I'm at Ina Mill here in Manchester to check out Fear Factory Live, a brand new immersive scare attraction on the top floor. Of the mill. Um, Like I said, I do apologise. There is a little bit of feedback. I think I'm outside. I'm not near anything that should be giving me feedback. But... uh this place looks terrifying, and it's uh, supposedly really haunted. Lots of people have died here. It's uh, spooky, spooky. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go up there now. Uh, I'm allowed to take audio into the attraction, so I'll be able to give you a few snippets here on the ScareTrack podcast. If you want a few visuals of the event and uh, what it's up like uh, what it's like up there on the top floor, then go and check out our ScareCam episode on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash ScareTrack, and uh, give us a subscribe while you're there if you haven't already. Right, I'm going to go up now. Uh, I think we're going to get an interview as well uh, with the owner of Fear Factory Live, and uh, we'll let you know what it's like as soon as we get out. <laughs> <You're the
1: same. laughs> <To skate track. laughs> And just a little bit of background about uh, where we are today. So this is the Eden Mill, it was built in 1913. This top floor has been abandoned for over a hundred years. It was used as a cotton mill. And back in the day, the only uh, people small enough to get the cotton out of the loom machines was little children. So they used to use the kids to get the cotton out of their, the machine. People died on site, so it's a well-known fact. If you research, if you look uh, on Google, people have died uh, within this very building. People have gone missing. So, uh, with that in mind, guys, I hope you have a really awful time. Okay. Uh, are we ready to go through? Stay together, stay safe, and uh, enjoy the experience. Welcome to my mill. Few things before you go in. Don't touch my staff, and they won't touch you. Definitely won't want to touch you. <laughs> Last thing before you go in, a small video on my rules. All fear factory employees are reminded to follow the rules at all times. We're gonna do this the old-fashioned way. Now, in my bill, we do not run. Stick to your groups. And again, don't only won't touch you. Come on, let's Ooh.
0: go. Ooh. Nice. Take this. Off oh, you go. Thank you. Sorry.
1: Did you hear me? The smell
0: is alive. <laughs>
1: We have some rats over here. Oh, We also have some over here too. Now go follow the rats. Go on. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. This is mine. I made her. It's not for you. She's my boiler. Her name's Annie, and I love Ow! Oh, god, she's hot tonight. She's staying there. She doesn't
0: like it when people come here. When people come here, the pressure can get too high. When the
1: pressure gets too high, bad things can happen. Oh god! Steamy. It's the pressure. The pressure's too high. You see it gets to the top of the gauge is too high. To release the pressure, you have to turn the wheel. You! Turn the wheel behind you. Turn it, turn it, but make sure you turn it the right way. No, the other way, no, no, Ow! Oh, stop turning the wheel, damn it! And <laughs> she went here in the factory with her mother and her father and her brother, No, oh no, she had to go into the loom, you know the loom where they make the cotton? There was an accident, they said it was an accident, but she had to go in. She's in there, so it's quickly, as fast as you can, because she's in Annie. they're coming for you, my darling. As fast as you can, come on. Please, please, do not leave me with this monster, please. Please, please, kill my it? daughter, please. What you, you go, might- Stay there, stay right there. Where are you going, Peter? Get over here, get up. You're a so sin, monster. I'll show you, monster. Uh, uh, help! Help me, please! Please! Sorry, here, sir! Please. Why are you just standing there? Please, help me! Oh, no, no! No! No, 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 no! no, no!
0: right then folks Uh, I am here with Dan France the owner of Fear Factory Live the live action horror experience Uh, first of all Dan a huge thank you for having ScareTrack here uh, today thank you very much Uh, thanks for coming
2: down it's great to have uh, ScareTrack here and to come and uh, review us as we're a brand new company so we want to get your feedback, and obviously you're, you guys are the scare kings out there who kind of go to all these
0: attractions. So we,
2: you know, scares better than we do, I guess.
0: Oh, I appreciate that absolutely. Well, uh, all I can say is that I was I was blown away. I thought that was absolutely epic, and I'm not just saying that because you're standing in front of me now. As I came out, <laughs> you I'm say sure that everybody... to all the owners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but genuinely, um, I'm uh, from a. Uh, a theatrical background, anyway, and it had all—it just ticked all the boxes for me when it comes to scares, of the theatre, stage combat. Um, so I, I want—I want to ask why you sort of went down the line of not having just your, your sort—not just your standard, but your, yeah. your standard scares. But first. What made you think? You know what? Let's make a scare attraction. What, what what sort of drove you to do that? Because this is your first ever year. So uh, it, it, what it, drove you to do it?
2: It is indeed. So uh, my background has been entertainment for about fifteen years. From managing um, entertainment five star hotels for Shangri La in Southeast Asia, working on cruise ships. Uh, but I've always been a big horror fanatic, a big scare fanatic. I've been to many of these events, and and you always see stuff, and you'd always like think, wow, I'd love to do something like that, I'll be sat down and um, I'm lucky to have a lot of contacts in this industry, people who um, work in acting and work in theatre and obviously coming from that background, everything from musicals to stage productions we just thought, how can we combine it all together? And I sat down with Richard, who's our creative director, and we said, let's, let's, let's mix it up a little bit. Let's take it from the, the standard, bog-standard jump scare, and um, let's, let's get some professional actors in here. Let's add some elements of script, and why don't we combine it and try and mix it up a little bit? Because one of the things we wanted to also do differently was a lot of our um, friends who were in the industry who also do this, uh, mainly predominantly on farms. Farms lend themselves very well course, to this kind of, of things, But we thought... Do you know what? How cool would it be? We're up here in the north. It's uh, the industrial revolution all those years ago. There's so many mills, particularly cotton mills. And, and we found this magnificent building, Ina Mill, which is a beautiful retail outlet on the bottom floor. Yeah. And uh, really successful one. But we, we approached the owner and said, listen, we love This is a magnificent building. It's a huge stature. Can we, do you have any space we could use? We'd love to set it in here, and they've they given us rain of like the top floor up here, which has been abandoned for a little bit, uh, a bit yeah. of time until we got up here. And it, it's pretty scary, and it's pretty haunted. Without us putting in the actors,
0: oh, big time. Well, I was uh, I was going to do my uh, my intro outside, and this microphone it picks up anything. It, it yeah. really does. And the amount of feedback and and stuff I was getting was was, was bizarre. So uh, you sort of answered my next question, really. What well, was you know location? So first thing is you gotta you, you want a creator on your to make it and then what most people find is the most difficult part as such is finding the location, the setting, what you're going to do. Um, uh, But you're saying that it was quite obviously in the area anyway, it is a stunning setting. Uh, It's gone quite smoothly to be able to contact the owners and be able to get into this magnificent building
2: so yeah so we we actually i reached out to, to one of the owners and i said listen we've got a proposition uh it's a bit of something different so probably what you used to and we sat down we had a few different meetings we walked the space we discussed how we we're going to do it um i i wouldn't say it's been smooth saying him it because it's, it's an old building so we've had to do a lot of sort of repairs even like for example just to get a toilet up here we've had of to course. run 120 meters of pipe up the stairs wow. it's uh, repair the floor which is a beautiful sort of, um, we tried to keep it as authentic as possible. It's a beautiful like kind of Canadian maple wood floor from God knows how many years ago yeah, but uh, yeah. so yeah we've had bumps in it, but it comes with having a building of this age and this stature and, and different things but yeah we worked along with the owners who, who were awesome and um, have been really supportive so yeah something something a little different and, and the same for them it's the first time they've done it as well so it's been a learning curve for both of us yeah
0: absolutely, absolutely. and this is now your, your second weekend as well yep. uh, and I've spoken to people like Callum yeah, from the Pumpkin Podcast uh, Michael Bolton from Scared Talk Dean of the Dead was here last week yeah. and they've all said they can't believe it was the first event. It's like the first night, first wow. event. They were like, it's really fantastic. Have, have you found that uh, even from last week, you've grown so much from just having a couple of nights open?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think when those guys come, because we did this in about a month and a half, like I know a lot of um, other people get the full time of the year, but we came late to the game because I kind of got off and, in June. I was like, you know what, let's do this. And we started sort of mid to early August and... Yeah, we, we've been running to sort of catch up and like we, we got everything and I think since they came, we've even added in a few extra like projections and things and there's still a few little tweaks I'd like to make and we're always tweaking and looking at where the actors come in and out, where the scares take place. So we kind of do a nice mixture of scares to so the front and the back of the group and, and yes. always we're asking loads of customers feedback. So, so we make sure like, the experience just grows and grows and grows, and I think now we're at a place where it's 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 awesome. I think even if those guys came back, they'd
0: see a few changes since last week as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, so we are up here on the top floor. The only thing I'm going to say is uh, chairlift. uh, Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a lot. Long... <laughs> of a slide from the way down. <laughs> it,
2: it, it, it's one of those things, and we we try and prepare our customers. We say there's a lot of stairs. Yes, yeah, there, yeah. There is a lot of stairs, but um, it's worth it when you get up. Yeah, and, and we we sort of we, that's another thing we want to try and maybe theme the stairs even more. Um, and a few extra bits in, in there on the way up and maybe bits of the story. Um, but yeah, it is epic stairs, but the good news is there is a bar at the top. Um,
0: well, that was my next thing as well. You haven't just created a, a scare attraction an immersive experience up here, but there's, there's a full-on bar, isn't it? There? There's, there's kind of like a, a night out, really, yeah, isn't it? Well, you that, can that, have a few drinks.
2: That's the thing, and because we're, we're a brand new experience, we, we don't have the luxury of building five, six mazes. That's obviously future plans. So we wanted to do one, do it really well, but we wanted to give people more than sort of a, a 10, 15-minute kind of our experience um, we wanted to make sure people could come have a few cocktails before and after de-fear as we sort of said like of calm course, down yeah. uh, and, and, and pizza as well we had a stone baked pizza with the guys here too as well so yeah so you can kind of make a bit of a night of it and have a few drinks get in there and the, the vibe up here is really cool as well yeah it's
0: really nice really cool I was, when I came up here there's a nice few people on tables either people who are nervous to go in or excited that they've been in as well so it's it's been a no- great atmosphere and you've got,
2: you've got the excitement of obviously it starts and ends in the bar so you can see the faces of people going in and coming back out again, and like we don't want to spoil too much, but it's one of those bars you get to sit in and, and have some laughs and have some fun with the Absolutely. people. Absolutely,
0: and I love how every single member of staff, people behind the bar, even people sat down who've already been in, there's a nice round of applause when you come out yeah. as well. It's it really is, it's just made for, for a lovely atmosphere, great night, and and like I say, I, I'm, I'll give my uh, in depth review in a moment uh, here on the podcast, but um, the, from the snippets that people can hear that I'm going to put in, nice, I, I really thought. I mean, elements of stage combat, magic, uh, illusion. <laughs> it was all, you know what? And you're making us you're it making built... a sound like Mary Poppins here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it built really, really well, uh, and I'm guessing that's something that you really wanted to to focus on, not just go. Boom! Scare straight. You know, yeah, from we the wanted we Just wanted to have that through story, and we wanted
2: to draw on the story of the cotton mill. I mean, going back those years, it had its own horror stories. Children genuinely died inside those looms wow. and stuff, and, and were, were overworked, and, and and it was horrific the conditions they had. And um, we wanted to sort of draw on that without sort of mimicking that, that say, but we wanted to draw on the actual history and, and add some of that. Obviously, theatrically embellish it um, to, to fit in with our narrative and story. And, and obviously, I think it would be silly to do. I don't know it was clowns or something in here because it, it just wouldn't fit so Absolutely. it would it'd be silly not to draw on the history of the building it's built in 1913 so wow. it, it's already steeped in history 100%
0: yeah. definitely and, and you touched on it earlier uh, but the future you're already thinking about years to come getting bigger more yep. attractions yep. Uh, so it's basically keep an eye on uh, on yourselves on your on your face on your socials uh, how can people keep up to date over on your social media is it Fear Factory live? that's a very good question I like that it's a good plug plug question uh, yeah so we're on
2: all of our socials it's Fear Factory Live the live bit's very important because there's an awesome band called Fear Factory which may sure. be the right music to get yourself in the mood but Fear Factory Live on uh, Instagram Facebook um, all of our socials are, are all Fear Factory Live you can find us there uh, but yeah we've got big plans we're hoping to come back as well as early as Valentine's Day and, uh, and mix up wow. like you, you know obviously you got all the Valentine's Day Massacre and My Bloody Valentine we're oh, hoping wow. to sort of capitalise on that maybe embellish a story and, and, and mix it up and, and not bring back the same attraction but uh, a slightly different story, so so we can bring people back if they don't manage to make it this year as well.
0: Excellent, excellent. So you're thinking of having out-of-season attractions as uh, not just Halloween, then? So potentially, exciting, yeah.
2: yeah, potentially. We, we'd love to come back for Valentine. I think there's definitely a, a great market in there, and. Um, I think you're also probably going to see some other stuff from us as a company, maybe not as the scare attractions, but other stuff that's like spin-off, pop-up uh, entertainment and attractions, which will have the same creative minds behind it. So, yeah, watch the space. Follow us on, on, on Facebook. Our, our main sort of uh, haunt for most people. Uh, it's uh, peer Factory Live uh, and on there. And... Um, Get in, book tickets. There's still there's still tickets. They are selling fast, and uh, it's it's been been overwhelming actually. The response we've had, we've reached quite a few hundred thousand people, and wow, uh, wow. Uh, so we like I say, we're based here in Atherton, Greater Manchester. So it's about if you're, you're in Manchester town centre, maybe 20 to 30 minutes, um, nice and, easy. Uh, and yeah, it's nice and easy. It covers like somewhere between Bolton and Wigan, if you know those areas.
0: Perfect, excellent. So uh, there we go. Those uh, social media links I'll put in the show notes below, along with the website, so you can book your tickets. Get them quick before they start. Selling out uh, because uh, you don't want to miss out. Uh, Dan, uh, Fear Factory Live loved it and a huge thank you for having us and speaking here on the Scare Track podcast.
2: Thank you, Scare Track, and uh, thank you, listeners. Come and see us, and we look forward to terrifying you all.
0: Right, so I am back downstairs now in the uh, car park. That was epic. I thoroughly, thoroughly, really enjoyed that. I, 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 it's not the scariest thing I've done in the world, but it, it didn't need to be scary because it had a mixture of everything. Um, I don't want to give too much away here. I want you guys to come and check it out. I'll put the uh, website in the show notes below. Um, but there are elements of sort of, I want to say, illusion sort of thing maybe. Um, there were some nice uh, set pieces in that. You know what? The theming was great. It was all put together really, really well. And what I will say is that it really builds well. It's... Uh, even when it comes to the lighting, the sound, the type of attraction it is, it changes as you go throughout. And, um, yeah, the build-up uh, to the finale, which was a, a very theatrical finale. This wasn't just, I don't want to say just, I, I think I said this in an interview because I love scare mazes. That's what I do it for. I love haunted houses. But this was uh, a little bit different. It was a scare maze merged with immersive promenade theater. So, um, it's right up my street. It really, really is up my street. I'm a bit of a theatre geek. That's how me and Hannah met. We actually did theatre degrees together, and there's elements of a stage combat. Um, honestly, so immersive. Probably not theatre. Some nice projection in there, um, some theming was great. They had a few tricks up their sleeve as well. They really did. I'm not going to give them away here on the podcast. I want you guys to check them out, but definitely a nice few tricks up their sleeve. What uh, oh, was a train go past? Um, but yeah it, it was phenomenal it was really really enjoyable and as far as it goes a, a immersive theater mixed with scare attraction that has two big ticks next to both of those um, the actors in there uh, whether they be more impactful scare actors or uh, more uh, theatrical and monologue spoken actors they were all very believable uh, it wasn't um Like they've just grabbed anyone, put a bit of face paint on them and and away you go. Very believable. They all played their roles really, really well. It just worked. So, yeah, I can't say... I can't say any more great stuff about it i just blooming loved it um i I wish hannah could come unfortunately uh she had to work tonight which uh, wasn't the plan but hey ho that's the real life for you Uh, so she had to stay late at work so it was me by myself this evening but it was most definitely worth almost a two-hour journey here and two-hour journey back um for you know a 12-minute attraction it's something that i'd probably try and get back up here to do again like i say if you if you um you know just want solid scare after scare after scare after scare i'm not gonna lie it it might not be it might not be completely for you you might be thinking you know what mikey it was good but why were you writing home about it i'm writing home about it because for me personally and and all these scare attractions and haunted houses and immersive theater and everything it's all subjective but i really appreciate that you guys listen to the podcast and listen to what i might have to say for me like i say immersive theater mixed with scare attraction stage combat The way it built, the little tricks they had up their sleeve, 100% bloody loved it. Really enjoyed that. Anyway, so let's bring this episode to an end. A huge, huge thank you for listening to the Scaretrack podcast. Be sure to follow us over on social media if you're not already. It's been great to interact with you guys over on our social media pages. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat and Facebook. Just search for scare track. Uh, we really do enjoy interacting with you and you telling us where you've been and what haunts you've enjoyed and, and vice versa. Uh, be sure to be casting your votes for your favourite scare attraction as well. We're going to be doing our top 10 uh, video at the end of of the season to find out what you guys vote as the best top 10 scare attractions in the uk for the 2021 halloween season before i go a big shout out to our friends haunted attractions network if you want to find out what's happening halloween wise over in the states click that link below to check those guys out philip doing an absolutely amazing amazing job over in the usa so there we go a huge thank you for listening to the scare podcast let's get scared see you later folks (laughs)